What's going on? It's another episode of Dad Zombies. It's your boy Ken and my co-host. Bear with the beard. Yeah. In this hole. That's your thing, dog. No, nah, it's not my thing. I'm still trying to, you know, maneuver and figure out so what you this shit roll. is. And when I'm telling you, I'm going to get this sound table. When you get that hoe, bro, I'm going get me live. Get me live. Okay. I need all of I'm, I'm going to have that sound table. We're going to be litty. We're going to be litty. So, look. You're too old to say that shit. Just what like, you mean? I'm too old to say litty. Uh, litty, though. Bro, I'm, I'm 26 too, years old. Nigga, you too old. What is too old? 26. You can't tell me 26 is old, bro. Like, 25 is the cutoff. The cutoff for what? Certain, a, uh, certain words. A, a young person? Like, that's like if I was to start saying jive turkey. Like, nigga, <laughs> <laughs> it just wouldn't oh, fit with my era. Huh? 70s, nigga. No, I'm just saying it wouldn't fit with my era. What you mean? Lady don't fit with your era, nigga. That shit, like, for the younger generation. That shit, like, the people under you. What's like the young? Okay. You being 20, are you 25, right? I'm 25. Okay. Yeah. You being 25, what bracket does they put you in? Like, is you still a young nigga? I'm like right there. Like I because I'm a I'm a I'm a old nigga in mindset, low key. Bro, that's just that you have an old soul. That's what I'm saying. That's probably why I say job turkey. Bro, I ain't know what you say job <laughs> turkey. Job turkey. You don't even sound like you would say it the right way. I'm a, you always talking about job turkey. They be like you job turkeys. <laughs> Before this podcast is over, I'm gonna find some way to incorporate the word job turkey. That's fine. And while you figure out some kind of way to interpret. Uh, job turkey into this podcast. Go check out that band beard. Ooh, yeah, put that shine on there. Hey. Big timers. Hey boy, go ahead, hit him with your uh, with your jingle. <laughs> hey, okay. Good. I know you've you been know, waiting for this one. This is uh, this this I get mine from Jingle Man. If y'all behind the scenes, my boy, I name him Jingle Man. Yeah, <laughs> I got jingles for days. Yeah. So we are definitely open to new sponsorships if you want to get the word out there. Cause the following is building, man. Yeah. You been checking the analytics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all are definitely showing some love, and I've definitely got some good uh verbal, you know, feedback. But we also would like the reviews on Apple Podcasts with the reviews and the, you know, rankers. I be honest, you know. Yeah, give us some comments, give us some feedback, and please, 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 please. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hey, I got a new one. <laughs> That's music to your ears. I got huh? a new one. Share, share. Oh, there share, you go. There. Yeah. Hey, when we put this out there on like Facebook and Instagram, man, we appreciate, you know, y'all just want to put us up there. Yeah, all you got to, on Facebook is easy. So just we can really just ask Click a Facebook. button. You know, you just say share. It's shareable. Especially okay. with a parent. Okay, here go my uh, jingle. Oh, you still going back to this? This is my jingle. Okay, let's hear it. You, Am I getting permission? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Have your beard been dry, tangled, and stank? What if I told you I got all the solutions to your problem with one product? Bam Beard. Product made by us for us. Disclaimer. No, don't do the disclaimer. <laughs> no. We stand away from those. Okay. Non-disclosure. Goddamn. Disclosure. No harm, no foul. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I liked it. If on that note, we're going to give y'all 35% off this month. Okay. Well, that's for the New Year's because New yeah. Year's right around the corner. It is. And you got to be stepping into the New Year with your new beard. Ooh, 
Hey, I told you. Baby Big Bill coming through. I see, bro. You, your shit has been improving every week we do this podcast. I don't know when I... And I just put some on this morning, too. I don't know how long I'm going to let mine grow if it let it grow. You're starting to get this Billy Goat kind of thing going. Why? Because I, I got my color? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Or whatever. Did I ever tell you about the time I tried to dye my beard, my beard in college? No. So I had, like, long chin hair. Um, and I thought that, you know, bleaching it, you know, dyes the hair. So what I did was I put some Clorox bleach and I decided to sit my chin in like the, clothes bleach. Yeah, like clothes bleach. And I decided to sit my chin in there, thinking it was gonna turn it like, you know, blonde or whatever, like a auburn type color. Mm-hmm. And that shit ate every last hair off the bottom of my beard. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Why would you put like <laughs> cleaning bleach? It's never grown back to that length. Ever. Well, so that's like that's like doing a perm, basically. Putting, but why why would you think they're putting like real? I didn't know that it was a certain type of bleach, like a hair bleach. I thought it was just, you know, I didn't know. I'm a dude. I don't think about this shit. Okay. In defense, I can't take your part because <laughs> when I decided to dye my dress, I was in the store locks. Locks. <laughs> like I was lost. Yeah, my, my locks. These are my luxurious locks. I was in the store. Like I thought it was simple. Mm-hmm. Until they say I need the color, the bleach, the dye, the bold. I said, whoa, whoa, yep. whoa, whoa, whoa. I need well, a few things. That's I need to die. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They tell me you gotta got the cap, gotta get some gloves, gotta get man. I spent eighty dollars. I know. You should just went to Walmart and did it. No, I don't like going to Walmart. Walmart Bro, and Sally's, I hate going to. I understand that. For hair products. Not even for hair products like the service. They'll dye your shit there for seventy five dollars. That was a, when I first ever got oh, my nah, tips dyed. Like the beauty shop. Yeah. But no, nah, I've never. No. It's just a normal dye. That's fine, but I've never. Um, mm, spending eighty on product oh, anyway. But, you know, just give me a better solution. Okay. <laughs> well, today we want to bring it in a little close since it's gonna be a new year. We had a conversation about how it was when we first. Was gonna be fathers. Yeah. Do you do you remember your experience? Like the day of, the like day I found. You out. remember every detail. The day I found out, I can't tell you the exact day. Well, let's start with one child, cause you know. No, I'm telling you the first time. Okay. The first, the, my first child. First yeah. time I heard, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Those exact. I'm pregnant. Things so, is. I was on my way. To a barbershop appointment. Mm-hmm. Brittany hit me. This is before the locks, right? Yeah, this is before the locks. Oh, okay. I, I was still in school. We were still in school and, you know. How old were you? 20, 22? 21. I had just turned 21. Oh, okay. Or 22. I might have been 21, 22. I don't know. Um, anyway, so she said, you need to get here right now. Back of my mind, I'm saying I'm on my way to a haircut appointment. Was you already in the chair? I was in on my way to a haircut appointment. Uh-huh. That was I was gonna walk in the door and be haircut is an appointment. Yeah, yeah. So my logic, I'm thinking, <laughs> if you pregnant, you still gonna be pregnant by the time I get to the house whether <laughs> I get the haircut or not. Uh-huh. So she gets upset at me. That's fine. She's texting me, stressing the whole time I'm in the chair. So I get the, like, 
I'm kind of like in disbelief, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. <laughs> so on my way back, she was like, okay, at first I had told her, we gonna go get tested, like for real. You know, I wanna go to OBG. Okay. You know, instead of just taking that that uh home thing. So I just said, some of my mind just said, man, we said we ain't gonna tell nobody, but some of my mind I just say, let me call my mama. So your mama went? No, 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 no. Let me call. I was in Austin. So I was like, let me call my mom. I'm gonna just tell my mom right now. Cause you gotta get it out the way. Like you like there's something you can't. You told her over the phone? Yeah, I was in Austin. She was in Houston. Oh, you savage. So you don't do that to your mother. But it was that day. It was that day. You don't do that to your mother. Listen. So I called, I said, Ma, I got something to tell you. She said, What? I said, Brittany pregnant. She wasn't even upset. She was just like, you know what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy for y'all, but you know what you got to do and stuff like that. So I took that and I said, you know, and I told my old man. But when I told Brittany, she was like, what I told you? You said you went, because I told her not to tell her people, but I knocked mine out the way, because I was just like, I don't know, that's mine. So I'm like, you know. So unlike you, mine ain't quite go just like that. See, I knew what I was doing, and I knew she was pregnant. So I was just really waiting for her to tell me that she knew that she was pregnant. So you shooting up the club. Shooting up the club with a full nobody, AK, with a, with a few extra on clips. With nobody on them. Nobody on them. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, bro, because think about it. I had graduated. I was I was already done. I had moved into my apartment. I was, you know, making money. Yeah, I was staying together. We wasn't staying together. She was still in school. She was finishing her last semester. Because you didn't move to Houston. I moved back to Houston, yeah. And she was still in Austin. She was still in Austin. So she actually FaceTimed me and told me. And I was just really nonchalant about it, like, okay. I know. I expected this day was coming. Yeah. So, and then we found out officially. Uh, But I think the real kicker is when we told her, uh, her, her people that she was pregnant. Hey, look. So... When Brittany got pregnant, I was like, tell your people. And like, we really found out. We was like, we're going to tell our people. Like, Did you have to go to California for that? Did I have to go to California? Or did they come out here? No, 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 no. This is what happened. Like, I was telling her to tell her people, tell her people. So she told her mom. I can't tell you when she told her, but she told her, like, I think within like the first month or so, month uh-huh. or two. She waited six months to tell her daddy, but... Every day up until then, I kept telling her, tell your daddy, tell your daddy, or I'm going to call him. Like, I damn near had to threaten her. Yeah. Like, I'm going to call him. Yeah. She was in denial? I don't know what she was I expecting her, her dad to, like, be upset or something like that. Because she said when he dropped off his school, he said, I want you to come down here for a degree. No, no. I don't want nothing else. No birth certificate, no marriage certificate. I want a degree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't come with no other piece of paper. That shit funny. So I was like, man. And then at the same time, I'm like, I know that somebody's daughter. And if I was to have a daughter, yeah, I'm not like you're not sending them to college to get no, and not even that. It's yeah. like, damn, you hide this long of something not like that. That's something that's eventually gonna pop out. Like you can't just show up with a five yo. Yeah. Five God dog. That's what I'm saying. 
You, I don't you think she was gonna wait till a child was five no, to I be like, "Hey, mom and dad, this is little Kenny with, with a one year old or a six month old baby." I mean, six months. I mean, my uh, yeah. I mean, I guess this society now we live in is like we've not we. I don't know. Our parents' generation, that was they shamed the the pregnancy early age and but shit. I think it was the generation before because the generation of our parents was like pre us. So it was like real. It was still fast. It was still, you know, they were still doing their thing. They, but they, that's because they, they came from the seventies. No, the seventies. But I okay. Like I had a conversation with my grandmother, and you know it's election time, so. They they were saying, "Have you voted?" I'm like, "Well, I wait to towards the end to vote and stuff like that." And I was telling her, like, even when I vote late, I don't see like lines and stuff. And she was like, "Back in the fifties and sixties, so that's back then. Being that's their prime. If your prime is in the fifties, that means you was born in the thirties and forties. Mm-hmm. If your prime was, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that generation like thought they was only gonna live to be like sixty? I think they were just happy to survive. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit going on there. That was the 40s, 50s. And 60s. That shit was rough. Like That my, shit my was rough. She was born 1935. Whew. She seen segregation. She yeah. seen desegregation. Yeah. Like my grandmother went to, she was in high school when integration was legal. Bro, matter of fact. What I and I, you know what I always find this so like special is that because you know Kyson's grandmother is his daycare, right? Mm-hmm. But her mother also lives with her. Her mother is about ninety-seven years old. But every, I, I just think that it's so like awesome that Kyson gets to interact with four generation of his ancestors, well, his women, women in his family, like that. Like I necessarily don't have the privilege. Like, it's just my my mother, my grandmother. But like he can go back another generation and still like she can have those memories, and he'll always be like, "Oh, I remember my great grandmother and whatnot." And and then you know that shit is dope, bro. I yeah, wish I, say I had the same that. thing because I'm blessed to have my great grandmother. So now that I have kids, my that's their great great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have a picture of. My great grandmother holding my son. So yeah. his great great grandmother, that's three generations of women. Yeah. That's four. That's yeah. four. Because you got mama, my grandma, my great grandma. So it's like four or five. You know, now. and you know, here's the other thing. This why uh Mia's family really fuck with me is because they have nothing but women in their family. They only they only have one boy. And they was like, they looking at me like, all you gotta do is break. They they just like break the curse. Yeah. <laughs> just break it. Just give us a boy. Please give us a boy. Yes. And like <laughs> that's honestly how my family is too. Like it's You got all girls? A lot of it's a lot of women, strong women. And I think having men present is a big impact, especially when you have little boys present. Because I'm not saying that and I've had this conversation with my wife. I don't feel like even though that is possible and my I'm, my mom, she raised me, you know, as a single mother. My dad was still around. Like, he wasn't, like, absent. Yeah. He just had different parent households. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, I know she can do it, but I had, at the same time, my, my dad was there. Yeah. But I don't feel like a woman can really teach a man to be a man. Well, teach a boy to be a man. A boy to be a man. Yeah. You can't teach a boy to be a man. 
because you don't know what it is to be a man. Especially being a black man is women have it hard and men have it hard. Mm-hmm. So we can't put it put ourselves in each other's shoes and be able to understand how hard we have it. But here's the thing. I feel like a black man can raise a daughter on his own. And here's the thing. I'm not going to say on his own because there's like, if you look at our, like when it comes to racial um, disparities and numbers and stuff, like the single woman household is like predominantly, or, or I'll say like this, mainstream media paints it as um, that there's a lot of single woman households in the black family, right? Um, and through that, I mean, you have a lot of black people that come out of that um, and do very well for yeah. themselves, going to college and X, Y, and Z. Um, but it does get to a point to where um, being a single mother, you're not always able to be there um, for certain aspects of it or understand. Because I'll give you an example. I seen one time, it was a wrestling match. Um, and it was a little kid, it was a little black kid and a little white kid, and it was wrestling. And then a little black kid, like he just like, I don't know, like, bro, he got like a hulk. He just hulked up and just, I'm talking about some, UFC type body slam the little boy yeah. and just it was just heartless but like as the parent like the mother's like she wants to oh I want to press charges and whatnot. Mm-hmm. but as a father you thinking nigga this is part of the sport yeah. like this is what you signed up for like I, I used to hate being getting getting hurt in little league football mm. I remember one time the regional championship I'm re, well regional playoff game don't tell me your mama ran on the field bro we was at uh, Barnett Stadium I got hurt she almost tried to jump to damn because we in a stadium at this point. It was literally but you she know, ran, get to the playoffs. She ran on the field. She couldn't get they couldn't she couldn't get past the little barrier. But oh. she was trying, she went all the way down there. Wow. And it's like, this is a part of the game. This is yeah. a part of the sport. You know, I'm not dying. It wasn't like I had a concussion. Yeah. I didn't get like knocked out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, like rest in peace, John Woodspoon, he said, you fight. And you live to see another day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, that dads understand that. Even in a fight, you're going to get knocked out. You might. Okay. I ain't going to say you're going to get knocked out. But you, it's a chance that you can get knocked out. Yeah. But at least you know that you can get, unless they like submit you. and <laughs> What? <laughs> what type of fights are you getting into? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like but prison yard you know, fights? You get into, into something that's. Nah. <laughs> Nah, I ain't got none of them type of fights. Unless somebody like kick you in the temple and you have a season. Man, for one. Bro, it's 2019, bro. You don't know what people know. You put me on Muay Thai. I ain't even know that was a style of fighting. And you know what? Now I'm, I put you on shooters too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I ain't playing with niggas, nigga. Keep it extendo. Okay, but listen. I keep it. I'm a proud uh, gun owner, Texas gun owner. I am a proud New Orleans living in Texas gun owner. Now you got our rights. You look, you like our shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna y'all lie. Have, y'all <laughs> can't have a uh, nah, we can have, a pellet gun. We can have some type shits like out there, but Texas, boy, that shit is laxed. Bro, laxed. We, we guns, bro. What? I love my guns too. You see that AL sitting up there? Look. So, with being, with growing up, and how you grew up, mm-hmm. wanting to have better for your child and knowing what situation you was in. Because I know I wasn't in like the best, like I, we we had two different situations. I was in school, in the military, and I found I had a baby mm-hmm. on the way. 
Yeah. And see, I was out of school, had a job, um, had my own spot, yeah. and knew I was about to get me a baby. Because look, here's the thing. I gave her an ultimatum. I was like, hey, babe, you know what? How about this? After college, let's just move in together, you know, save up money, and then, you know, then we'll, you know, have a family. She's like, Oh no, nah, hell no. Nah. I wanna have my own spot. You ain't controlling me. You ain't control. I said, Oh yeah. I said, Oh yeah, that's how you feel. Spiteful. Don't tell nobody that. Well, I think everybody who listens to this podcast gonna know that. I'll be forgetting them on a podcast sometimes. This is just, just like therapy. Bro, this is podcast. I'm therapy. telling you, it's an outlet. These are our family. <laughs> These are our family. And we know what we appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, keep sending us all the support. Um, keep sending us comments. Share, subscribe, like. Um, and follow the page on Instagram at Dad Zombie. That's D-A-D-D-Z-O-M-B-I-E. Yo. Okay. That was that was our thing with the you like that. Huh? Let's get the yeah, I like that. <laughs> Appreciate it. I like that. I need to write that down. I'll be wondering why you be spelling it out. You be like D-A-D-D. I'm like, bro, that's D-A-D-D-Z-O-M-B-I-E. No, I say it for because okay. Jingle man. Okay, but listen. Yeah. I am a special ed man. <laughs> so am I. I am a slower child. So am My I. Comprehension I was 504 certified all throughout school. Listen. I don't know what the fuck that means. Exactly. That's that. Look for all my educators I I out there listening. I had them alternate. I had all. I so did I. Because my reading comprehension. So I say DD for the lower me. You know, everybody don't understand because everybody don't understand my accent. And I and I hear people say that. Like my wife, she told me that she didn't understand my accent or whatever. Bro, you don't have an accent. Just because you from down here, bro. When you say from down here, what do you mean from down here? Not. The southern region. Okay, just making sure that you I know. know you're not from H, baby. Yeah, yeah. Say, 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 I'm from the Crescent City. You heard me from the chopper, man. Huh. See that chopper? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So. I'm thinking about getting that tatted. With a, a, a pistol? Hell no. Nah, AK. You can get an AK. With the banana on it. Crescent City chopper. Crescent City. That sounds like a football team. Like a little league football team. The Crescent City choppers. Have you ever thought about coaching? Yeah. Yeah. It's I tried to do it last year. You remember when we coached Powder Puff? Yeah. That shit we was lost fun. in the last minutes. That shit was fun. Yeah. And my girlfriend was the quarterback, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. On the opposite team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how you know they be spiteful. Like, bro, she tell me she's not, I'm not spiteful. I'm not spiteful. I'm talking about everything. Like she does things to just be my I think that's why I love like, her. Like, I'm gonna play. Not for you. Not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play on Casey's team. I'm like, what the fuck? So you, so you can't be on my team? Hey, but like, we had a squad, though. Oh, yeah. We, had we was squad. balling. I had, I had three linebackers. We was balling. My linebackers was moving. We was balling. We had them doing drills. Didn't it rain that day, too? No, nah, it didn't rain. Oh, it didn't rain. I had that little my bad. Injury. I only got one. It's in my head. It's like any given Sunday <laughs> in my head. Yeah. So, with... Having your first child, like mm-hmm. you said, we wasn't in the same situation. Me being in a different situation, I was thinking of like, okay, now I gotta up my hustle because I'm a, I'm a natural hustler. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like my old man, I seen that growing up. So I'm not like I gotta up my hustle because I had incomes that was coming in that was good to maintain the life that I was living. You know what I'm saying? Like I had an apartment, I had a car, 
I was in school, you know what I'm saying? I had my, I was paying my phone, my insurance, my rent, all the other stuff, you know? But when you add another person, especially with it being somebody that I was with, it wasn't like when she got pregnant, I was going to just be like, nah, man, I don't think this still good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if we together and we ended this shit, now if we was just messing around, now if we was just messing around, and then you come up pregnant, then I'm going to be like, I, you know, I'm kind of be a little standoffish, but you know, y'all, y'all was in it to win it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we gonna get this thing on and popping. So we moved in together. She moved out of her apartment, moved into mine. Then we got our own spot. Yeah, and and you know what I do appreciate? I appreciate my parents giving me the opportunity to come back home after college and stay with them for. For about four or five months, but yeah. about six months, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but my, a lot of times, like in the black household, you're basically you're not necessarily welcome back after school or whatever, or after you yeah. leave out. Um. So I mean, for them to be able to do that to say, hey, you know, we're gonna give you this period of time to get your shit together and shit. That's all I needed, and and experiences like that help us as being parents because we can frontline understand a situation. Like if you. If your child called you at the age that you called your people and told them that you had a baby on the way, how would uh you, you got to realize how would you react? Like you'd be understanding and knowing that okay, I've been through the same situation. Like I know it's not that easy. Now he got to come to me with a plan. Like it has to be some type of plan. I feel like if you just run around with a chicken, like a chicken with your head cut off, and you just trying to go through the motions, it's not really gonna work for. What you need to work for, yeah, you know. But if you can come up with some kind of plan, it might not be the exact destination you're trying to get to, but it's a plan that'll get you off your ass. And see, that's I mean, I bro, since I've had my son, bro, I've been balling, nigga. I'm talking about that's been the motivator, and I see why. And this is why, if you ever pay attention, like, and I always study, we always go back to the like racial things because I study other racial groups, and one of the things that I notice culturally. Um, is that other uh, racial groups they get? Well, I ain't gonna say other, uh, more so. Let's say like the the um, the Caucasians and the yeah. Um, they they get married earlier, mm-hmm. and that's and if you ever look at like the neighborhoods that they live in, like they live in a nice neighborhood, got the big house and everything. They see that, but it's like if you think about it like this from a man's perspective, is it because that you curved your sexual appetite early to only go for one woman versus being out here in these streets because if you think about the guy that's out here in these streets, what he doing? He going to the club. He trying to go mingle. He on Instagram. You wasting your time versus yeah. the dude that's focused that has a wife at home. All the thing you focus on is the bag, nigga. That's it. And being around men like that is a good influence. Like a man to a boy is like a god to a man. Ooh. Say that again. I just came up there too. Say that again. That's going to dad zombie. Uh, a man to a boy is like a guy to a man. Mm-hmm. You look at the role model that's in front of you and what that you're you looking up to to be, to see how you treat women, how you treat people, how you talk to people, how you just carry yourself as a man in general. And then when you become a man, you look at God. For the answer, you look at him for guidance. You mm-hmm. ask him for guidance, patience, and all these other things that make you a better person that you want to be, the person that you really want to be. Yeah. 
That shit is. So you have to take in all your lessons and teach the youth, teach your child through all the negative and not so good things that you've done. Teach them your wrongs because that's what wisdom is given. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is learning from others. Wisdom isn't even learning from yourself. It's learning from others. Mm. And taking that. And like I tell people, when somebody give you advice, uh, put that in perspective of your situation or your life. Like you don't have to take every single thing literally how I said it. You know what I'm saying? Like how somebody give you advice and they might say, oh, women ain't good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Certain women ain't good. In my situation, my woman is good. But if I know if I was trying to go over here and trying to get a woman, you know. I don't know. Because, I mean, that's, I mean, you could do that all day, like, and just tell, like, be like, oh, well, all women ain't bad. So at some point, you got to be like, you know what? And I, I phrase it like this, like what Muhammad Ali said, and he talks about um, he talks about the snakes, and he's comparing them to um, uh, Caucasian people. And he says, so you mean to tell me if I know this snake and I know this breed, and I, I look at this snake and I see that it's not venomous and it's not going to harm me, and you mean to tell me if a thousand snakes come running down that mountain chasing after me, I don't got time to decipher which ones is good or which ones is poisonous. I'm gonna just take off running. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's the same way you look. You got to look at it. Um, I mean, when it comes to women, and essentially, I mean, having being married and everything, because it's like you don't know what people's intentions are. Um, and I saying you have to like negate your lifestyle of how you live and interact with people because I know me growing up and looking at my father. My father is a very social person, so it's not like he doesn't like not saying cross the line social, but. I mean, he 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 makes everybody's day. Mm-hmm. Like no matter who it is, we at the grocery store, if we at the bank, like and that's something I always peeped as a child, and I've always admired. I'm like, damn, like bro, like he literally can take a person, and like like look at how their day is going, and like uplift them up for that second. Like they might not, they might be going through the worst day they have going, but for that second, he uplifts that person. And I do that same thing to this day, but my girl be like, "Oh, you fo- you friendly?" I'm like, "Oh, goddamn!" I'm like, like that's part <laughs> of the social uh, stigma that's going on, you know, like the social networking, mm-hmm. and it. I feel like all of it, a lot of things that come on now, are you know, social networks, you know, and they come from that. So us understanding that and. and in our adult years, or you know, we st- I'm still young. I don't care what you say. I'm 26 and I'm still young. Don't call me no old man. Oh, I ain't got man. no grandkids. Boy, you got- smell like Bengay. Nah, my knees and my feet don't smell like no Bengay. You got tights on right now. That's because it's 47 degrees. Those are so copper I went compression running this tights. I'm a healthy man. Those are copper compression tights. You trying to make the blood circulate? Yeah. With your tube socks. Anyway, <laughs> so you we learn from. Basically, our mistakes in our lives and the things that's around us. So if we know that a lot of people have anxiety just from over their phone, why would I teach my child to be mesmerized by a phone? Mm-hmm. So that's that, that. I feel like in us being conscious and knowing what's going on, I feel like that better our parenting because we can better assist the way our kids come up. Uh, yeah. And then, and and I'll tell you this. The way I want my child to come up, 
is going to be like 10 times different from how you want your child to come up or how you either want each one of your child to come mm-hmm. up. Like you might, you know, see something in one and that you see something different in another. So you try to make that gift shine um, in another light. So you might have to be tough on one and lighthearted on another. Yeah. Um, so everybody's personality is different. Every, yeah. Everybody's personality. So being is a different. parent, you, you kind of manage and mediate that in the household. But let me ask you this quick draw question, boy. I hope you're ready for this one. What's up? What are things that annoy you about your girl and your kids? Like, what's um, something that really just makes damn. you just get um, every time they do it? My kids, what annoy me is the uh, the repeating with my oldest because he talked. His repeating, like he'll repeat it, so he like, daddy, 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 daddy. I'd be like, damn, dog, I'd be like, what's up? And he'll say that to his mama. He's like, mommy, mommy, like the Stewie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my, my baby boy, he'll just like look, look at you, nothing wrong with him, and just, Mwah! like just scream for no reason. And then I would say from a girl, um... I would. I feel like this is just women, period. Nagging, nagging. I'm not even gonna say it's nagging. It's constant complaint. Like to me, like when I hear something and it just how I'm accepting it, it might. It to me, it sounds like constant complaining. But it's like if you was to state your opinion, you know, you like keep saying the same thing. You know, I feel like this complaining. I don't know. I feel like every time I state my opinion. Is perceived as a debate. She swear I love to debate. Yes, I like to debate, but that's not. See, I, it I, might be the verbiage. It might be the verbiage because y'all might be a debate, and I'm looking at it as a goddamn complaint. That's the perception is everything. So, what's yours? What, what annoys you by your kid, oh. and what annoys you by your woman? Oh my! God. I would say that. Well, Kaiser, I think the thing that annoys me about him. And you can probably tell by my face right now is that this boy is so dead. Is that my car sounding like that? Mm-mm. Oh boy, I got a little scared. You know, it's the winter time. She's starting. No, no, no. I think that's uh, somebody <laughs> cutting grass. But now nah, the one thing that annoys me, bro, is he is so damn rough. He's like, a boy. I understand that, but look at my face, Kenneth. <laughs> look at my face. I have scratches. Look, I look like I'm part of the uh, Indinka tribe. That's fine, man. bro. I have scratches. You got kids. You're part of the the parent tribe. You don't got no fucking scratches on your damn face. Listen, your shit looks smooth, man. And my your kids beard ain't look like nice that, right man. now because yeah. it's gleaming because you got some bad got beard two. in there. You say? <laughs> <laughs> but Shout yeah. out to that bad beard. Shout out to the bad beard. But yeah, yeah, bro, he is very rough. And you know what? I I asked for it because I want a real manly boy. And which is fine, so which is why I endure it. But I'd be like, damn, bro, like sometimes I just want him to just, you know, chill out. Like I'd just be laying down, taking a nap. And like he see me with my eyes closed and he look at that as an opportunity and it's come up and just whack my shit, nigga, bro. Like every Yeah, yeah, time. yeah. I didn't got hit with a uh like one of them toddler things. He can case came to me and just whack me in the eye with it. Like I couldn't even see. <laughs> like <laughs> see, like that's that hurt, like when you get hit in the eyes. Dog. Some, get hit in the eyes. shit really hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You really want to uh like bust him in the nose, but at the same time, that I, I it's a lot of things to me in my opinion that comes with parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
there are going to be those sleepless nights. There's going to be the whiny kids. There's going to be the dirty diapers. There's going to be the pee in the bed. They're gonna, there's going to be a kid falling. But at the same time, there's going to be that same kid smiling, saying, Mommy, Daddy, when you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Happy, excited. Yeah. You know, they can look at that you. That shit melt my heart, boy. Like, no, and, and honestly, like, even when you go in public and they, they get like a bad vibe, somebody, who they go hide behind? Me. Because they're who they trust. Me. Exactly. So that that's the good feeling yeah. about it, you know, having kids. That makes you, that makes the whole day. Yeah. So having kids at an early age, and I feel like it's fun too, because I'm still in my 20s. Like, I'm not 40. Trying to have kids still, you know what I'm saying? No offense to the people who forty, and it's nothing wrong with. But at the same time, my kid graduated high school. These as of right now that I'm, I'm being my forties. Yeah, and that's the one thing I was like, I knew when I wanted to have kids. And what's crazy is me and my dad had like my dad had me the same time I had my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing like I did the same thing. She was twenty three. I was twenty three. My son was born on twenty third. So therefore, he is the goat. Uh, just throwing that out there. MJ. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Just the GOAT. The GOAT is the GOAT, man. The greatest of all time. We're just going to go with the G- GOAT. That's why his name doesn't have a meaning to it, because he'll give the meaning to his name. The GOAT. The GOAT. Kyson the GOAT. Okay, don't call my son like the Kyson the GOAT, like he's the fucking GOAT. <laughs> what you mean, like Kyson? He's, he's the GOAT, yes. The title the GOAT, but not Kyson the GOAT. <laughs> like GOAT Tyson. Kyson. You trying to get choked on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving him a name, man. Say, you got to define it. Yeah, we're not going to define it with goat. I eat curry goat. I've never ate. I've never eaten goat. You know what? You never had neither. You never had chocolate pancakes till you came over here this morning. Neither. Yes, that that was very good. How do you go your life without eating chocolate pancakes? I just like regular pancakes. That is some hood nigga shit. I don't know. I just ain't never tasted it, so I, I can't. Hood even... shit. And you know what? That's why I don't really hang around my hood people no more. And I, I love my hood people. But they don't be wanting to branch out, bro. Like I, I want to experience new things in life. They be like, damn, I never, I never even left Houston before. And I think subconsciously, I was literally just about to say that subconsciously, I feel the same way. Because when I go around them, it's like you living a certain life, you acting a certain way, you eating a certain stuff. You're not really exposing yourself to something different. No. You know, like I took on, I love when my dad used to drive trucks. That's why I like driving trucks because he took me out of my element, out of where I was, my neighborhood, out mm-hmm. of my city, out somewhere. Because you got to realize it's some people that you grew up with that will never see outside of that loop. Never. Never. And that's just what they know. And it's not necessarily their fault. Well, at some point, I feel like it is your fault. Like, no, I believe it's it's not. I, I mean, yes, economics. But as a being young, a being young and not knowing, that's not your fault. Being young and not knowing because you don't have the act. You might not have access for it. You know, unless you're just riding the bus around the city. And some people don't even not even necessarily the access. You don't even have the vision for it. Yeah, like you don't. If you don't even think about what it looks like in Dubai or what it looks like in another country or Italy or somewhere. You're not gonna think to want to travel there. I got a I got a little cousin right now, bro. She's like living in Bolivia. She just got back from living mm-hmm. in Bolivia. Like she was living there for like three years and speaks fluent Spanish. She yeah. lived in Spain. I'm like, like if you don't have that concept, like if your parents aren't sowing those seeds of like there's a bigger world outside of Houston, Texas, 
and you're not gonna you're not gonna want anything more. So you're only trying to stay trapped in this little glass box. Yeah, and my like my old man teaching me that young when I got over that transferred over, and this is why I feel like the parents' job is to expose your kids to the good things. So like basically like taking say if you you got a daughter, uh, you would want to make your daughter feel like she don't need a man. Yeah, you know you gonna, you gonna make her. Feel like yeah. that she is the queen. She don't. She a man compliments her. You said like I'm standard. not saying I'm not saying that you don't get a man. Like you don't need one. Like don't don't be fruitful. You know what I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't want grandkids, but at the same time, don't just settle. Yeah, and yeah. see when you when you do that as like having a daughter. Cause I mean I'm gonna have a daughter probably like on my fourth kid or something. Y'all heard mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you want family. I want I want a five. I want three boys than a than a girl. So therefore, my boys they always gonna be at home. My wife against me. What? My wife against me. What you mean against you? She don't want to have no more. Boy, y'all too young. She'll she'll change mind. That's what I said. Boys. I said I want five, but I do get the strain because I'm not gonna lie. Like I do value my sleep. Let us pop out one more. She gonna get the baby fever, boy. Yeah. Look at her. Reevaluate your life. Be God parent fever. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna be gapping. It's like, yeah, we just come over, you know, to give give our fix. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, bro, having a having a daughter, especially being a father. If you're, and this is to all my fathers that got daughters out there, man, make sure that you are being the light of her life. Like, spoil her so she knows what it feels like to be a queen. So if any man comes into her life and is doing anything a little bit less than what you then she's doing if any man is doing less than what you've offered her growing up, then she would know that, you know, this is this a half ass nigga. I don't need to be fucking around with him. And be active, man. Be active. Be active. Like be actively in your daughter's life. Oh yeah, okay. Got like you. that makes you mean, a, like sports active. No, 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 no. Like be actively there because even as a man, if when you don't have your dad around, like that affects you. Oh yeah. You know, like something like I'm not gonna lie, I got a group of friends that I can go around and dad like when we was younger, it's probably like, you know your daddy. <laughs> you know, like that's kinda and it's like crazy, like that's yeah. Only, man. That's bro, that's really like only in the black community, which is fucked up. I feel like it's a lot of communities, but I hear it more in my community. Yeah, ninety percent more. It's not even around the fact that you're around it more. It's just Yeah, like, and it's like Okay, yes, I, I know my daddy. He's in my life. You know, but we still here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And for me to be present in my child's life is important to me. Whether I have, like, the two boys I have and, and whether I have a girl is going to be important to me because I want them to know that they can always lean on me. They can always trust in me. They can always, you know, have somebody that's there for them no matter what. Cause your dad is your role model, best friend, all that in one. Yeah, like like no bullshit. And me and my old man, we probably haven't had. We've had a solid relationship my whole life. We have a solid relationship my whole life. But I feel like our relationship, since I've gotten older and understanding, since I'm, I'm a father too, mm-hmm. like our relationship has got even better. Yeah, like closer. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's you, you. We have sensitive subjects we talk about sometimes. Mm-hmm. That I probably wouldn't have talked about when I was twelve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I mean that's part of being a dad. I mean, you get to live the best of both worlds. I mean, you get to cross that bridge that mom can't cross sometimes. Yeah, it's because moms have like that emotional. Like, there's some things that you just never gonna tell your mom because you don't want to let her down. 
But dad has a little bit tougher skin. So, yeah. I mean, you can tell. Because he got to deal with the world. He got to deal with the world. Damn, man. It's hard out here for a dad. Yeah. And look, <laughs> I've heard like um, the mom is like the nurturer, you know. The mom is the nurturer, the lover. That's like symbolizes just like family. Mm. You know, how your family, how you feel like your family should love you. Your dad teaches you how to maneuver in the world. Mm-hmm. That's like a a mentor in the world. So let me ask you this. What do you think that your dad taught you? Like what's one skill that your dad taught you that you know that's like a key survival skill that you live with to this day or you pass on to your kids? Like how you want to look at it? By any means, hustle. Mm-hmm. Hustle. You got to... Like I told you earlier, it's a solution to every problem. So taking no just from somebody like, come on, dog, you got to hustle. Okay. With the grind, you're going to get it. You might be broken grinding. But as long as you grinding at some point, when you get an ultimate low, just know it's going to be an ultimate high. Hopefully. Sometimes. If you doing so, the right thing, if you doing the right, thing. if you doing the right thing, more, you know what I'm saying. In your morals, you know what I'm saying. Like you could be praying to a lower being, you know, and that might you might say soul or something. But I will tell you this, I mean, you could you, I mean, working hard and everything. Uh, there has to be at some point where um, if something's not working, you got to change, like because your habits, you can be producing bad habits, or let's say like you're not. Waking up on time, or you want this job, but you're not waking up on time to go get it. It's like, yes, you want the job, you're going to it, but like you have fastness. So, I mean, part of the hustle is go hard. Like, yeah, but that, that, and what all that brings is that's what I'm saying. He used to like joke, he joked with me now about how I used to be when I was a kid. I never used to like waking up early. I Hell no, nah, you ain't wake up early. Like, I never used to like getting I don't up know early. How you did that, shit, but till I was in the military. I had to get up four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Every morning. It wasn't like no, ah oh, man, it's every three days. No. Every morning. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. That's crazy. For six months straight. I do that now. That was training. But then when I got cause I did uh I trained my body like that now. So with that being said, I had learned that then when I had my, my kid, it's like, okay, that's where the hustle part come in at. So you incorporate your discipline of getting your ass up and doing what you got to do to take care of what you got to take care of. Mm-hmm. Because ain't nobody really going to give you nothing. Because it, it, you can't really call your people for no help. Like, you know, everybody ain't got no bank. You yeah. know, we ain't got no rich uncle. <laughs> Our people struggling. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I would say for me more so is that the one thing I know my dad taught me is to play the whole tape. I, I live like my whole childhood all the way up to now. It's like he say play the whole tape. And that's basically meaning like if you look at the tape from now up until the end, what is that going to look like? So basically you got to project and see ahead of what's the outcome. If I go out and do this, if I text this girl, what's going to happen? If I'm not waking up and going to work early, what's the result of it? Like different things that you got to play the whole tape on. And that literally kind of dictates all the decisions that I make in life now. Like everything I do, I play the whole tape. I got to see long before. And you go back to what you said, like maybe a few weeks ago, we talk about 
um, as the man, I mean, you see, and I'm saying that women can't do it because women can do it too. Yeah, just throwing it out there. But um, you're seeing ahead, you're looking ahead because uh, I look at it like a war zone. In yeah. general, you gotta you gotta look long beyond um, what's what's ahead of you. you. Can't look. You gotta be a chess baby. Yeah, because you have to. It, it at some point you have to take home near and dear because. The family you come from is the family that you come from. The family you start is the number one part, as the saying goes. You know what I'm saying? So you have to make sure that your family is taken care of. And when you realize that you're the head of that family, you front line. Yeah. You know, if you're the general, you got to take charge. You got to make those decisions. You got to take that bullet for your team. Yeah. You know, you got to sacrifice sleep. You got to sacrifice sometimes, like, and then, and I and the crazy part is like when I was younger, like my old man, he didn't really make no games of mine, right? But now that I'm getting older and I'm working, we working together, I see how he could have to work. You know what I'm saying? And I know how real life situations is. So to break that down to your kids, it's kind of hard to break down to your kids that daddy got to work. Well, why daddy can't work? But that's why we we learn from that. So what we want to do is create a generation where they know something different. Like daddy's here, but daddy's still providing. And you know, and, and I'll tell you this, I, I, my dad, he, I don't know how he did this shit, dog. Like I swear he must have had, he, he, you know when you say your dad got superpowers? Mm-hmm. Like that's why I could actually believe my father had superpowers growing up is because I'm talking about dog. I used to, I play travel baseball, right? I used to travel with the team. And when we would go to like places like Odessa or El Paso, Texas, or Pasadena, like bro, I'm talking about oh, Amarillo. Yeah, you know how far Amarillo is from Houston? Yeah, ten hours. Oh, I'm a truck driver. Okay, we coming from New Orleans. <laughs> I forget that. <laughs> well, we come from New Orleans. The tax on another five, so it's a fifteen hour trip. About fourteen. For, and we got a tournament up there, and I'm talking about nigga. Like, I'm going up to bat, nigga. Like, I look in the stands, and bam, that my dad go. Yeah, I'm like. Like even like, bro. I'm like as a child. I'm like, bro, that shit's so live. So like, that only makes me want to be in my child's life even more. Like, there's no excuse why I can't make it to his games when he got games and shit coming up. Because my dad was traveling all the way, 15 hours just to see my ass strike out yeah. at bat. And this is why I say <laughs> when somebody give you advice, like we have the same, we want the same destination. We just have different paths. Because you took basically. Like I said earlier, you know, when somebody give you advice, take your situation in 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 their hands and evaluate your situation and say, okay, this is what applies to that. Like your man, he you seen it. So you know how that feel and you want that feeling for your child. Yeah. I wanted my, you know, like my dad to be there, but I understood the situation now that I got older. But I still want to be there for my child. So he'll know how that feel. So he can get something that I never felt. Yeah. He can get something that I never did. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, I want to travel with my kids while they're young. So when they get late on in life, they're not just, like, exposed to the world at one time. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't <laughs> even know. Some people don't even know. I didn't even know there was sushi. Like, sushi. Oklahoma <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a state. Some people are like, damn. When Oklahoma? Yeah, that's the next state up. You know what I'm saying? Ain't the hell, like, four hours away? Yeah. No, nah, it's five. I'm saying it's not even five, five and a half from here. It's not far, and people won't even go that far. That's crazy. You know, but I want my 
my kids to have that same feeling that you had, mm-hmm. even though I didn't have that feeling. Yeah. So that's why I feel like even us being young and being knowledgeable about how we grew up and how we was raised, we want to better because every generation wants to be better than the last generation. You want to upgrade, you know, at no point you really want to be stagnant on the same things. Like even in life, you don't want to be stagnant on the same things. You don't want to be the same. Like if you was the same from being 20 all the way to 50, how much do you feel like you would obtain in life? I'm not even just talking to money. Mm-hmm. How much do I feel like I'd obtain? I wouldn't obtain shit. Because I, I, I don't even know what that looks like because I don't, I've never even thought to be stagnant. Like I, I challenge myself every day. Like I when I get home and I and I get in trouble for this. And when I say get in trouble, I get in trouble with my girl. But yeah. I get in trouble because she be like, damn, you always on the phone. Even when you come through the door, you on the phone. Like, damn, can you just, you know, I'll be like, I can't like literally I come through the door, I'm hanging up the phone. Like I'm yeah. getting off the phone. And then I'm like, I'm getting off the phone, like chill out. Like this is I'm at I'm at work. Like this is how I make my money. Like yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. the radio guy, nigga. I'm on the phone type yeah. shit. Jingle I got client. Man. Jingle man. <laughs> I'm jingle man five thousand. <laughs> I got right to jingle type shit. Yeah. But like she like, damn, like you always on the phone. Like, can't you just have some time for us? I'm like, okay, but that's what I do. I get home and I turn my phone. She'll be like, Your phone always on silent. You might have silent. What you over there hide? I'm like, you okay? I'm confused now. A minute ago, yeah. I'm on the phone too much. Now, 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 I'm, now, now I'm hiding something because I cut the world off for you. So it's like, where is there like a right or a wrong? There's really no right or wrong. But at the same time, bro, I know that the hard I work is going to be able to line up for me to take those family trips. Yeah, and even that nagging that I would say that our women would do, oh, it comes nagging. it comes from a good place because sometimes you do need a break. Sometimes you do need a break. Yeah. Sometimes you do need to disconnect. Not every day, but you know. But I know me though, bro. Like I, I go, bro. I go so fucking hard. But dog. you got to take this in consideration. Sometimes your work can overwhelm you. But here's the thing, bro. Just let like I be trying to top and like look from nine to five. That's my job. From seven to twelve, that's my dream. Yeah. Let me build. So like I like, and I try to, and this is why I really appreciate her because she does like she helps out. Um, and like make sure Kyson's together for bed and stuff so I can, you know, do my thing and keep grinding and whatnot. Um, but bro, like I know at some point, like she, like she gets mad all the time. But that's what the grind is made for. That's what I know. Because later on, like I had, we was talking the other day about, uh, you know, like expensive clothes and expensive shoes. And I was like, I would have no problem with buying it for you if I had it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have it. So, you know, we can't just be out here just spending and stuff like that. But if I want it, if I had it, yeah. you know, there'd be no problem. Like I'm not, but what I'm not going to do is neglect my priorities of my dream. Yeah. Like me getting equipment. Yeah. Like that, 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 that it costs money, yeah. but at the same time, that's part of the dream. Mm-hmm. That's moving towards something. Cause we couldn't record on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> record our dreams and well, we record and hopes on our phones. We would figure out something because, like I said, it's always a, a, a ex, you know, a, a solution to every problem. It's always a solution to every problem. So we was gonna figure it out, but why make our lives harder when I can obtain the resources and I work to you take your nine to five and you fund your dream. Mm-hmm. So. When you getting your 
later 30s and 40s and 50s, it's it's all Smooth in rotation. Sailing. It's all together. Yeah. You know, Bro. Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, since it's getting holiday season. You know what's a good gift? What? For the men. You're right. You got to get with your the men with the hair. Oh. <laughs> the men with the hair on their face, the hair on their head, the hair on their back, the hair on your toes, the hair anywhere. Got that gold stuff for you. Or that band beard. Yeah, you know what? Why don't y'all go ahead on and check out the website right now at www.barrenbeard.club and enter that promo code TRIPLE B for 35% off. Yeah, I tell you, I'm telling you, baby big beard is helping y'all out. Baby big beard. Brown skin baby beard. See, <laughs> I got a few names. I, I I think I came up with another one off here, but I just can't think of it right now. Did you came up with a jingle too? The jingle. Yeah. I'm I'm you know, I'm gonna get you, better on my jingles. You they gonna make the drum board? They they call me uh Lil Jamie Foxy. They do not call you Lil Jamie Foxy. They do call me Lil Jamie Foxy. They, they probably call you like Jamie. Lil Jamie Puppy Dog. The Jamie Puppy Dog. Like nah, they call me fly. Jingle Master 2000, dog. I'm telling you. Boy. I'm the Jingle Man with the Jingle Plan. Mm. Nah, that's my boy Jingle Man right here. When we gonna throw them freestyles on here? I don't know. I still ain't got my little. You, man, if y'all, please, 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 please. Still ain't got my little. Look, that's, if there's anything we don't ask y'all to do, subscribe, share, and like. But please, somebody, send this boy a letter. Yeah. You, you can keep do? sharing it. But I still want my letter. Just one letter. One physical letter. Y'all can uh it actually can... email us. Y'all can email us at dadzombies. That's D-A-D-D-Z-O-M-B-I-E at gmail.com. Catch us on the gram at the same thing, just without the at gmail.com. Yeah. And then also <laughs> you can catch me on the gram at Baron Beard. That's B-E-A-R-I-N-B-E-A-R-D. Go ahead and follow your boy. Subscribe. And turn on your post notifications because we got some new deals and some new products coming to you for 2020. And we want you all to be the first to receive them. Hey, and I want, and I do want to start something new with the uh with these kind of like tell like what did you learn different within our conversation? From today versus yeah. the other times? No, I'm just saying like today, like is it our conversation because like I said, we have similar uh destination ideas mm-hmm. you know we just take different paths to it so tim what, what, what would you take from i would say that i took from it is that we are trying to continue to raise our sons um, based off of our life experiences good or bad we were able to see the positive in the experience and that we're passing that down on to our kids and I think that I mean, if you take that away, um, don't don't be a victim of circumstance, but be a victor of circumstance. Yeah, I would say I learned, you know, like I said, even though we have different paths, we still want the same destination. I can say that a million times. You know, we <laughs> like we we want the same thing. So with even having different experiences and different people. We ultimately want the same thing. We want better. We everybody's not a deadbeat, you know. Everybody ain't the same. And like I said, your style of parenting might be different from mine. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm patting you on your back that you your parent though. 
that anybody out there who's taking care of their kids, any men, I'm gonna say that, you know, because not enough men hear that the ones that's doing what they supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. They don't hear that you doing what you're supposed to pat yourself on the motherfucking back. Yeah. And if you listen to this and you a dad, go ahead and share that with your other dad friends. Um, and even the ones that's deadbeat, share that shit with them too, because this might be motivation. It might make them, them feel too. good. I'm saying we need to motivate those deadbeats out there to get in their kids' lives because they missing out on some good shit. I'm not gonna even say deadbeats. You you know they have. Nah, they with, got some deadbeats. Which there. yeah, they do have deadbeats. <laughs> but you know they have young kids, young kid parents too. Nah, they be some old men. Just yeah, if you neglected. if you if you in your thirties and forties, but like when you were in your early twenties, you can't even blame a young man. He trying to get it together. What? And I get that. I get that. I get it, but at the same time, you still need to have aspects and parts in your kid's life because if you neglect that stage, you can't you can't be mad at the result in the end. Like if your child comes out and is like a serial killer or something or anything else, like you can't be like, oh man, if I'd have been my child. Yeah, hell yeah, if you'd been yeah, your child. Yeah, there's certain like, things that's psych- psychotic or is it in your psyche? Most of the, But most of that stuff is environmental. Not being a serial killer. Nine times out of ten. So you they've got had either, nine times out of ten serial killers they, been around serial killers. No, but they've had some type of trauma trauma from their yeah, childhood, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is environmental. Yeah. Okay. That's the most different thing. I still say you can't you can't blame young brothers for making mistakes. Cause I still make mistakes. That's why I say I ain't old. I'm still a young nigga out here in these streets. Shit, even the old dog make mistakes. Yeah. But learn new tricks though. At least they knew mistakes. And on that note. We, we out. out.